0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Visitation Podcast. It's your host, Crystal Quarrel, here with another episode that's a little different from our previous content. Today, I'm going to share some true crime events that actually happened to me and to other individuals. As you know, I'm all about sharing stories and spreading awareness because it keeps us safe, especially times like these. We don't live in Mayberry, which is an Annie Griffin show reference, an old vintage TV show which, where crime hardly ever existed. In today's world, staying informed and aware of our surroundings is crucial. Through sharing stories, we can educate ourselves about potential dangers, scams, and other harmful situations that we may encounter. By learning from the experiences of others, we become better equipped to navigate through life's challenges. While Mayberry, which I highly suggest y'all watching it, it's again, an old vintage TV show. And I say vintage because it's old. Um, You can watch it on mean TV or TV land. While Mayberry might have been a fictional town with peaceful portrayals of safety The reality is quite different. In our modern society, it is essential to remain vigilant and proactive in ensuring our personal safety and the well-being of those around us. By staying informed about local news, national trends, and global events, we can anticipate potential risks and take necessary precautions, whether it's being aware of the latest scams, targeting unsuspecting individuals or understanding how to respond to emergencies, it is important to realize that knowledge is truly powerful, which leads me to this new segment, which I am now calling What's Up Danger? These episodes will provide you with helpful tips to stay safe, especially during the summer months. It's all about looking out for each other, making sure we know what to do when danger comes knocking at our door or stares at us right in our faces. This new segment will be airing in between our cold cases episodes, so don't worry. The Visitation Podcast isn't going anywhere. I'm still dedicated to our mission of solving the impossible. So for those of you who enjoy our thrilling investigations together, you're in for a treat. These in-between episodes will provide a change of pace, of offering some fresh content. It's always good to switch things up every now and then, right? Now, I know change can be a bit surprising, but rest assured, I'll still be here, ready to dive deep into the unknown and explore the unexplainable and teach y'all some things. So stay tuned and come along and join me on this incredible journey. Again, I can't tell you how much I appreciate y'all your support. And and I know that together we can continue to unravel and shed light to unsolve the impossible. So thank you for being a part of the Visitation Podcast family. So get ready to listen to interesting stories. Get armed with knowledge to keep yourself and your loved ones safe. People these days seem to be on a constant mission to capture every moment on camera. It's like their first instinct is to whip out their phones and start filming instead of lending a hand to someone in need. It's quite perplexing. Perhaps it's our obsession with social media and the desire for validation from strangers. The thought of going viral or getting tons of likes and comments motivates people to prioritize documentary the incident rather than actually helping. It's a sad reality if you think about it, but hey, at least we can say, hey, we got it on camera, right? Which kind of brings me to tell you about a personal story that recently happened. So the other day in my neighborhood, something pretty crazy went down. It was broad daylight, and this older gentleman, probably in his his mid-40s, got assaulted by a group of teens. It was really messed up. Two of the teens, who looked to be about the ages of 18 or 19, actually attacked him. Yeah. While the whole ordeal was going down there were three other grown men who just basically stood around this man and watched. I couldn't believe it. One of the guys who had the nerve to pull out his phone and start recording the whole thing. Seriously, he didn't even help at all. And it wasn't a teen who did it, actually. It it was so surprising that you would think a teen would be like, oh yeah, no. It was a grown ass man. A man big enough to take one of the kids because the gentleman that was getting attacked was getting hit by cheap shots. When my husband and I saw that video on our community Facebook page because it was uploaded and it was claimed that, you know, if anybody recognizes these teens, um, you know, if anybody of these teens belong to so-and-so, my husband and I, we were livid because if it happened in front of our house, we would, we would guarantee that those boys would learn a valuable lesson to respect their elders. And I'm saying that very nicely here. So here's kind of the backstory of what happened, what escalated the incident. The older gentleman was riding his bike when these teens in the Camaro, they were, they were driving a Camaro Almost hit him. Now, our neighborhood has been dealing with a lot of reckless drivers lately. We live in a very quiet neighborhood, which we absolutely love. The crime rate is really low. Everybody knows everybody. It's a very, it's a very nice neighborhood, especially on the outskirts of Houston. So this gentleman gestured and yelled at the teens to slow down. Well, that didn't sit well with them. They turned around and followed the man, tailgating and intimidating him. Eventually, they cut him off, pushed him off his bike, and started attacking him. The audacity and disrespect. It, it's amazing how disrespectful the youth has become these days. And it's incredible because I'm in my 30s and... Um, I sound really old when I say this, but there's no there's no consequences anymore, because it's practically the youth can get away with anything, it seems. What makes the whole situation even worse is that this happened in broad daylight. This happened around four PM in front of a bunch of people, but not a single person came to his aid, which was which was infuriating. This poor guy tried to defend himself, but was completely outnumbered and no one stepped in. Why? You see, my husband and I, we tend to have conversations on why people don't like to help. Um, either due to fear, i either due to moral, personal morals. Uh, it's easier to ignore situations, but my husband and I—we are raising our children. If you see something bad, say something. You know, if you see something wrong, do something. Especially when you see stand up to bullies, and you know, uh, don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to stand up to bad guys. But it was so shocking to see grown men not standing up for your neighbor. You know, you this is your neighbor. It was just, it was just incredible, and. That's our society now. Stories like this just make you realize how messed up our world can be sometimes, but this is a harsh reality we live in. In fact, this is a season where we as criminologists see a rise in criminal behavior in the summer months. So here's the thing. As the temperature heats up, some individuals often take advantage of longer days and unrestricted atmosphere to engage in illegal pursuits. Since it's so damn hot here in Texas, I don't know where you are, um, but it's freaking hot here. People often leave their windows slightly open in their cars and criminals see this as an easy way to sneak in. It's, it's so important to stay vigilant and take necessary precautions to ensure the safety of ourselves and our loved ones during this time. Which brings me to another story that I want to share with you. Quickly, I want to talk about theft and robbery. So since moving to Houston, and I know we've all heard horrible stories about Houston. I'll be honest, I wasn't a fan of Houston when I moved here. I've heard um, not so good things about Houston. I'm from the Rio Grande Valley, naturally. And I know the Rio Grande Valley has its own not so kind reputation. But Houston has its own kind of also not so good reputation as well, but I live on the outskirts of Houston. So since moving to Houston, I've noticed this was my, this is my intro. I noticed that last summer Cadillac converters were a hot topic of discussion in town, especially on social media. People were sharing stories, advice, and even precautions to to prevent their converters from being stolen. It seemed like everyone in the city were being concerned about this issue. It was, even now, like, it it was a big thing. But now, I have recently learned that a situation is now on a rise, and it's happening in San Antonio. It seems that the focus over there has shifted to stolen vehicles, specifically the F-Series trucks. And Kia brand vehicles seem to be targeted the most frequently. It's unfortunate to see how criminals continue to evolve and adapt their tactics. Yeah, the F series trucks and Kia brands are one of the top leading vehicles that are often stolen in Texas, believe it or not. So again, it's such a An important reminder to always stay vigilant and take necessary precautions to protect our vehicles regardless of where we live. It is also important to be aware of the current trends and take appropriate measures to safeguard our properties. You know what's really concerning? The authorities over in San Antonio have recently announced that there is a social media post out there that has or was or probably still is currently teaching criminals how to steal these two specific brands of vehicles. Did you know that? I mean, we shouldn't be shocked, but that's bold. Again, social media, man. The rise of social media can be a good thing and a bad thing. And right now criminals have been using it. Um, it, it it's it's a double-edged sword. I, I, I will say that it's a double-edged sword. Now, before we dive into our next story, I like to take a moment to clarify two things with you because I know theft and robbery can often be confused. Don't worry. (laughs) It happens to the best of us, so let's clear up some things together, shall we? Theft can be both petty theft such as shoplifting or stealing personal belongings and more serious forms of theft such as burglary or motor theft such as stealing cars that like we just talked about. Now, robberies involve the use of force or, th- I'm sorry, force or threat to take someone's property. These can occur in various locations, including streets, parking garages, or parking lots or businesses. So the other day while I was getting my nails done, I couldn't help but overhear a conversation happening nearby and crossing me. There was an older gentleman getting a pedicure and, uh, he seemed really upset. He was complaining to another customer about an, about an unfortunate uh, incident that had taken place. His store's ATM had just been stolen yet again by thieves. This man's frustration was evident in his voice as he shared the details of what had happened. He explained that this was not the first time it had occurred, and he was starting to feel like helpless. It seemed that his store had became a target for criminals continuously, but he was determined to take the necessary precautions to make sure that it didn't happen again, which I applauded him for. What was interesting is that I actually told my husband the other day about ATMs being one of the leading, not leading, but often stolen machines here in Houston. But I never understood why they were often stolen. Anyways, as I listened intently, I became clear that the man had put significant effort in securing his ATM, but it seemed like the thieves were always a step ahead. He had mentioned how they had used use variant methods to break into the machine, leaving him with not only a financial loss, but also a sense of violation, which I completely understood. Despite the unfortunate circumstances, the man's determination to fight back again was admirable. He mentioned that he was working close with local law enforcement to enhance security measures around the store, from upgrading surveillance cameras to implementing additional alarm system. He was determined to make it harder for the thieves to strike again. While talking to another customer, emphasizing with his situation, who offered words of encouragement and shared stories of a similar experience faced with other local businesses, it was heartwarming to witness the support and solidarity in the midst of a challenging situation. As my nail technician continued her work, I couldn't help but reflect on an unfortunate realities of crime that businesses often face. Which reminded me of another incident that happened last month. So last month in May, seven individuals were arrested after attempting to steal an ATM machine in a smash and grab operation at a smoke shop in Houston. They used a stolen truck. To crash into the store, which caused significant damage. The surveillance footage captured the moment the truck reversed into the shop, which shattered the glass, leaving the front of the store wide open. So they go in there and they stole a bunch of stuff, but they failed to steal the ATM machine. The crazy thing is is that the shop owner of the smoke shop said that her shop had been targeted multiple times in the past. That insane now. The owner of the truck, the one that was used for the robbery, yeah, he actually arrived at the scene because Houston Police Department had called him because he actually had reported his truck missing a week earlier. Yeah, all his tools were in there, which he was upset because that was his livelihood. But there was a great happy ending because all seven of them were caught and arrested on the scene of the crime and no injuries were reported. But... And then isn't that insane that it's just like ATM machines are one of the common things that thieves usually take where there's really not enough money in them. keeping yourself safe from assault and robbery, and that requires a combination of awareness, preparedness and proactive measures. I'm going to share some few tips with you that will help empower you in dangerous situations. Again, it's all about being proactive. Number one, stay alert, be aware of your surroundings at all times, especially in unfamiliar places. Avoid distractions. If you're walking by yourself, do not take out your phone. Do not put on your headphones. Make sure that you are not distracted. Make sure you walk with a purpose, I promise you. The way that you walk, if you walk with confidence, that shows that yeah, you're not someone to mess with. Secure your home, that's number two. Ensure that your doors and windows are always locked when you leave your house or even go to bed. Make sure your curtains are closed. Make sure your blinds are closed. Consider even installing a security system, motion sensor lights, or sturdy locks to deter burglars. Three, be mindful of personal belongings. Keep valuable items such as wallets, phones, and jewelry concealed and secure when you're out in public. This is very important. Avoid displaying wealth or carrying large amounts of unnecessary cash. Okay. So when I go out in public, I don't go out like all flashy flashy. I'm, if you see me out, <laughs> I look like I, I stepped out in the seventies. <laughs> I'm super hippie. Um, yeah, I, I dress like a hippie witch. That's who I am. But when I go out in places, I don't wear my wedding rings. I, you know, especially when I travel, I don't take my wedding rings. I take like a rubber, I wear like a rubber band on my wedding, on my, you know, on my ring finger. Just be very, when you travel, just travel smart, you know, research the safety of your destination. And when you do travel, stay in well-lit, reputable accommodation that's also the number four, you know. Use hotel, make sure you research your locations of your travel. All right, there. if you've seen the news, there's been a lot of crazy abductions and even murders and unexplainable deaths during travel. So be smart when you travel and be safe when you travel. And travel in pairs. I know everybody wants to travel alone, which is great, but if you do travel alone, make sure you check in with people. Don't just go by yourself. It's just not wise right now personal safety, trust your instincts, follow your intuition, trust your gut. I always say this, everybody has intuition. If something doesn't feel right to you, listen to that. It is so important. Don't talk to strangers. (laughs) I know I sound like a mom, but hey, you don't know them. (laughs) You don't even have to say hi. Women, if you are uncomfortable... You don't have to be nice to everybody, okay? You don't have to smile at everybody, okay? If you don't want to smile, don't smile. You don't want to wave, don't wave. You don't have to say anything, all right? Carry personal safety devices like pepper spray, all right? Pepper spray is a really great thing. I carry it all the time or other kind of carrying tools that will protect you. Also, if a man makes you feel uncomfortable or or if a woman makes you feel uncomfortable, you don't have to be nice, all right? You don't have to be nice to protect their feelings. If they're making you uncomfortable, you don't have to be nice. Don't be afraid to defend yourself. Now, this is uh, an important thing. When it comes to posting things on social media, I do this a lot. I will never post when I am away. I will post my pictures of my vacation when I come back from my vacation. Never post on social media when you're away. Post when you come back. Be smart about that because people are always watching. Even if your social media is secure, people are always watching. And social media is cybersecurity. Again, people can hack into anything. Remember, while taking precautions can reduce the risk of theft, it is essential to strike a balance between being cautious and enjoying your daily life. It's important to remember that living in constant fear and worry is not a healthy or fulfilling way to go through life. Instead, getting caught up in an endless cycle of anxiety, it's better to focus on being smart and using your common sense to navigate any potential dangers or uncertainties. While it's natural to have concerns about things like a boogeyman, it's crucial to find a balance between being cautious and enjoying your life. Take practical steps to ensure your safety, such as locking your doors, being aware of your surroundings, and taking necessary precautions. But beyond that, try not to let irrational fears control your decisions or dictate your happiness. Remember, live in the present moment and appreciate the joys and opportunities that life presents. Engage in activities that bring you fulfillment. Spend time with your family and pursue your passions. By focusing on the positive aspects of life and maintaining a balanced perspective, you can find happiness and a peace of mind. Thank you all for joining me for today's segment on What's of Danger. I am grateful for your support and appreciate you for tuning in. Be sure to mark your calendars for the next episode where I bring you another thrilling story. Additionally, I have an exciting announcement for fans of the Visitation podcast. An upcoming episode featuring a cold case that is requested by one of our listeners is expected to be released in the next few days, so don't forget to stay tuned and keep an eye out for that. Again, I cannot express enough how grateful I am for all the support you have given this working stay-at-home mama slash criminologist your continued support, which truly means the world to me. Thank you again for joining and you guys, please stay safe. I look forward to connecting with you all soon.